Between telehealth freezing during sessions at the most inconvenient time, your laptop wanting to make random updates when you've left just enough time to do what you need to do, and guess what? You just forgot your password again. But when you go to reset it, that mini little robot inside says you can't use your previous password as your new password. I know that we have all experienced the terrors of technology, but I want to share with you how I use technology to help me keep my peace of mind, save time, and make money. Welcome to Beyond the Session with Aisha Shabazz. You know that scene in Terminator where Sarah Connor, played by Linda Hamilton, is having these dreams about how technology is wreaking havoc on the world. And then her nightmare becomes a reality when she finally meets the real Terminator. Well, I understand why a lot of therapists are reluctant to use technology in their business because it's hard to make changes. But today I'm going to break down for you the five technology tools that I use in my private practice and my consulting firm so that it can give you a little bit more insight as to why technology can support you as opposed to be the detriment of your private practice existence. I love going off the grid and throughout the year, I take what I call a technology timeout where I spend extended periods of time away from technology. Now, this is what I consider a true mental, physical, and spiritual palate cleanser. And sometimes it's a little bit hard for me to come back into the swing of things because I really enjoy having the least amount of technology in my life, despite what a lot of my friends and clients assume. Now, technology is something that I use frequently in my private practice. And I'm imagining that you also use technology in your practice. Why? Because it has just become the fiber of what we do every single day, right? Sending emails, you're using technology. Sending text messages, you're using technology. Even logging onto the internet and using Wi-Fi, you're using technology. It's hard to believe that not that long ago, we did not have these modern day conveniences at our fingertips. And I remember when the computer first entered into our classrooms, let alone into our homes. So you're speaking to someone who had to transition very abruptly into the world of technology. And over time, I have embraced it not only in my personal life, but also in my professional life as a private practice therapist and consultant for therapists. So let's get right into it. The first technology tool won't come to a surprise, at least for most of you, it's an electronic health record. Most often it's referred to as an EHR, and there are so many beautiful features of using an electronic health record in your private practice. And I plan on creating a whole separate episode on the different features and bells and whistles that I use. But one of the things that is really a non-negotiable for me is using self-scheduling. I cannot stand playing email and phone tag, especially when it comes 
to scheduling or rescheduling client appointments. So the reason why I offer self-scheduling in my private practice is because it saves me a lot of time and it gives me peace of mind in knowing that my therapy clients can schedule or reschedule their appointments without having to interface with me. Now, certainly I have specific parts to my expectations and protocols internally where you know, it's not a willy-nilly situation, but I offer self-scheduling because it really does increase the accessibility for my therapy clients to manage their calendar without having to send me a separate email. The other thing that I really like about self-scheduling is I use it when I'm scheduling therapy consultations. And you might be thinking to yourself, what? You allow people that aren't even your clients yet to self-schedule? Yes. So that's why I really like using simple practice because simple practice gives you the ability to decide which appointments you can offer on self-scheduling. And it has a really cool feature where you can set your availability very specifically so that you don't have to offer every appointment, every day of the week, at any time of day, you can be really specific with it to protect your time. So if you have not started using Simple Practice, you can check out the link in the show notes. Simple Practice often runs hefty discounts for new accounts. So if you have not used Simple Practice before, I highly recommend that you look into the show notes and use the affiliate link that I have and get yourself a a nice sweet discount. Speaking of my therapy practice, there's another tool that I use that allows me to securely communicate with my therapy clients outside of my electronic health record. Now, most of the private practice therapists that I talk to and work with in my individual coaching programs, they are using Google Voice as one of the tools to communicate with potential clients and current clients. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with Google Voice. I just know that it's not going to get you as far as you need to go when it comes to securely communicating with your therapy clients, as well as sending secure communications to any referral sources or offering any care coordination with clinicians that are also treating your patients. So this is why I use Spruce Health. So Spruce Health is a HIPAA-compliant cloud-based platform that allows you to securely communicate with not only your clients, but also clinicians and other service providers that are offering your clients treatment. With Spruce Health, your communication is protected under HIPAA. And this is super important because as a licensed healthcare professional, we're required to abide by the laws of HIPAA. So outside of using your Spruce Health application to communicate via telephone, you also have the ability to communicate via text message. You also receive an electronic fax telephone number because, oh my goodness, if you're still sending manual faxes in 2023, uh, we need to get you updated ASAP. So We have text, we have phone, we have e-fax, we also have email communication. So if you want the opportunity to keep email correspondence specific to your clients, you can actually set up a unique profile for your clients, just like you set up a contact in your personal phone 
and it will create a thread so everything is airtight and all together. Cerise Health is also very generous with their offers. You can sign up for a free trial. And if you decide to sign up for it um, and mention that Aisha Shabazz referred you, you will get a free month of Spruce Health and so will I. So it is truly a win-win situation. The other thing that I like about Spruce Health is, and this is really the feature that I haven't seen from Google Voice, is it keeps your personal contact information separately from your professional contact information. So what I mean by that is if you are currently carrying around two phones, one for your therapy practice and one for your personal life, you can actually get rid of that second phone because Spruce Health keeps your contact list completely separate from your personal phone. The amazing thing is, is that when you dial a phone number through the Spruce Health app, you cannot track the number that you called. Now, certainly this might making your head spin right now. And I'll definitely do a separate episode all about Spruce Health. But just know that if you were to lose your phone, misplace it, or someone was to find it, if they looked at your call log, they would not be able to tell which phone numbers you just called and they would not be able to trace that back to your clients. So again, that is something that I like to use because you just never know what could possibly happen. And if at any point in time you accidentally share any of your patient's PHI, you actually have to report that breach to the federal government. And there's like a whole situation to go through. So you don't want to do that. Just get to yourself. I really enjoy communicating in real time with my coaching clients. And this tool helps me not only communicate with them with my words like text message, but it also allows me to send voice memos and it's separate from my personal phone. So Voxer is another cloud-based platform that allows me to keep my inbox a little less chaotic. It's free to set up an account. So you don't even need to spend money to use Voxer. You can test drive it out on your own. But the reason why I really like Voxer a lot is because you are able to communicate via individual messages, and you can create group messages as well. I recently hosted an in-person workshop, and we created a Voxer group so that we can continue our conversations after the workshop. The main reason why I use Voxer is just to make sure that you don't have to feel overwhelmed to send another email. I don't know about you, but I, I love writing. But sending emails and being in my inbox all day is something that does not get me jazzed up for the day. So anytime that I can send a quick message without having to overthink, what am I saying? Is it spell checked? Did I use grammar right? Are there too many commas? Guess what? You will always see too many commas because I'm a writer. I'm not an editor. (laughs) But overall, Voxer is one of those tools that I like to use because It allows my coaching clients to go with the flow of the stream of their consciousness in between individual calls. They are able to communicate with me and I can just pick up my phone and reply. And it's just that simple. If you have been thinking about wanting to work with me for individual coaching, I open up my calendar once a month. And if you are interested in knowing when that time is going to happen again, you can go to aisharshabazz.com backslash apply 
and submit an application so that you are one of the first people to know when one of the three spots is available for you. Another reason why I use technology in my private practice is because it gives me peace of mind in knowing that I am able to protect my time, but also I'm able to support my clients in a way that I might not have the bandwidth for. So technology is a robot, right? It allows us to extend our capacity when our human abilities are not at the productivity that our society wants us to operate all the time. And the thing that I like to use that gives me the ultimate peace of mind is making sure that my website is ADA compliant. Now, some of you might be thinking to yourself, what? Our website has to be ADA compliant? A hundred percent it does. And this is something that is not optional. This is actually a requirement based on the American Disabilities Act. Now, if you're not familiar with the American Disabilities Act, this was legislation that was passed in 1990 to ensure that individuals who needed additional access to services and buildings and everything that you need to access in the community, this legislation actually put it into law that most entities are required to be ADA compliant. As a healthcare provider, guess what? You are required to be ADA compliant. So when we're talking about web presence, that actually wasn't added to the legislation until 1996. And there are many companies that have cloud-based software to help your website stay within ADA guidelines. And the one that I use is UserWay. UserWay is very user-friendly. When you visit any of my websites, my therapy practice website, realtimewellness.com, my consulting website, aishaarshabaz.com, or even the thrivingtherapistshop.com, you'll notice a little icon. It's currently blue. And it looks like a person standing in the shape of a star. And when you click on this icon, this opens up a robust menu of options for people to adjust the user experience for that particular website that they're visiting. One of the things that I notice consistently, especially when I do website reviews for my coaching clients, is they do not have any application to make their website more accessible. And this is a huge problem because our websites have to be ADA compliant. Now, I don't necessarily want you to have a a moment where you're like, well, I don't need to have a website that's ADA compliant because none of my clients have a quote unquote disability. I'm just going to pause right there and say very frankly, you need to check your bias ASAP and run don't walk to userway.com. This is something that you have to take very, very seriously. And I'm just going to share with you some facts so that you can resist the urge to think that this does not apply to you. Did you know that 56% of the United States population that's covered under the American Disabilities Act is living in a household with internet access? So your website is on the internet. And 450,000 times is the number of times that people are Googling therapists near me. You're assuming that this population is not going to 
need a therapist or doesn't know someone that wants to start therapy. So I need you to expand your mind a little bit more. Now, should you only add an accessibility platform like user way to your website because you want to attract more clients? No, you should do it because it's the right thing to do. But some people I know out there will only make decisions based on data and hard cold facts. Some people are more emotional driven and feelings driven, right? And that's okay to an extent, but I, I need you to understand that this is important. This is critical. This is one of those things that is not optional. The last thing I'll share with you is 72% of the adults that are covered under the American Disabilities Act own a smartphone. If you don't know how many people are visiting your website through a mobile application or a mobile browser, you need to take a look at your analytics and figure this out. Because again, if most of the people that are visiting your website are looking at it on a smartphone, and then you are eliminating a huge part of the population that can't even view your website in an accessible way, in a user-friendly way, well, you need to get that updated ASAP. This will not be the only time that we talk about accessibility. A lot of people assume that accessibility only means money. Like, oh, I want to be accessible, so I'm going to offer low fee services or reduce rate. That is not the only way that you can be accessible. And if you reduce accessibility only down to money, then you're actually feeding into this misconception and toxic rhetoric that we have to desperately unlearn. So I digress. Speaking of websites, while this is all on your mind, I know that websites sometimes make a lot of private practice therapists dizzy. It is a non-negotiable. You have to have a website. It is 2023. You have to have a website because if you do not have a website, you are missing out on an opportunity to reach more people. You are inaccessible to the people that are looking for you. When we're looking at our website, if you don't know what it's going to take to inspire your ideal clients to say, yes, you're actually missing out on a huge opportunity to allow your website to work for you. Now, if you haven't grabbed the free checklist that I have, it features 20 plus questions that you need to answer before your ideal client can say yes to working with you. You can grab that while it's still available. This checklist is completely free to you for now. And it's actually been downloaded over 250 times. It's pretty awesome if I do say so myself and 250 other therapists also think so. One of the things that a lot of therapists underestimate is how valuable their website is. One thing that keeps your website glowing in the eyes of Google is how many people are actually visiting your website and how long they stay on your website. Other than visiting your contact page and completing your client inquiry form, the main reason why people visit your website is to learn more about you, your services, and your private practice as a whole. And do you know what will help them feel confident in reaching out to schedule a therapy consultation with you? It's your content. Now, I know that the word content is a bit mysterious and vague, and it's certainly on the list of business buzzwords and marketing ABCs that I have, but when you hear the word content, I just want you to replace it with the word resource. Do you have resources that you have created that will help your potential and current clients feel like they know you enough, like you enough, and trust you enough to pay you for therapy? One example of content that you can add to your website is a blog. And if you feel stuck on how to write a blog and what to say in a blog, 
especially ones that speak to your ideal client and inspire them to say yes to working with you. That is one of the many things that you and I can work on together when you decide to start individual coaching with me. So the tech tool resource that I use to help me as I'm creating content for my website, specifically content in the form of blogs, specifically content in the form of podcasts for my consulting firm, like this stretches beyond therapy practices here. I know a lot of you have this desire to have businesses outside of therapy, right? You're, you want to go beyond the session with your clinical skills and your entrepreneurship know-how. So using the tool Ubersuggest will help you do that. Ubersuggest is a user-friendly tech tool that has a lot of power behind it. And it will tell you not only how many people are visiting your website on any given month, but it'll also give you recommendations on how to improve your SEO. So SEO, search engine optimization, is the tactic, strategy, technique that Google really thrives off of to make sure that when people are typing in therapists near me, right, 450,000 times a month is what the current stat is. When people are typing in therapists near me into Google, Google is going to scour the internet to see, well, who's out there? Who's keeping their website up to date? Who adds new content on a regular basis, on a consistent basis? Who has a website that people are not only visiting on a consistent basis, but also has relevant content that's keeping them on their website. Uber suggests will help you identify all of the things that you need to improve upon to increase the likelihood that you're going to be found when someone hits Google with their questions and concerns. Those were the five tech tools that I use in my private practice and consulting firm to save me time, to make me money, and to grant me that peace of mind as I'm running my values-based, heart-centered, ethically-minded, and data-driven enterprise. I know that you have the aspiration to do the same and resist the urge to feel reluctant in investing in technology tools. This episode was jam-packed with resources, so don't forget to review the show notes for a quick list of all the tech tools that I mentioned today. And if you don't want to use tech tools in your business because you don't want to add another expense to your balance sheet, Tune into Thursday's episode where I answer the question, how do I decide which tech tools are worth the money? Until then, let me know what you thought of this episode. If you found a lot of value in it, it would really mean a lot to me if you were to rate and review this podcast. All you have to do is go down into your favorite podcast listening app, whether it's Apple or Spotify, you can scroll down and click those five stars and let me know that you want to hear more episodes like this because Putting on this show is something that I find a lot of joy in. It took me a while to get up the the confidence to really put my voice out there. Shortly after the pandemic started, I received an invitation to be a guest on a podcast and it was very vulnerable. And after that, I really felt encouraged because the people that listened to that podcast episode, they shared with me that they were inspired not only by my story, but they said, you should start a podcast. So they had planted that seed for me. And this is why I'm doing this show. I want to be able to inspire you to take action, not only in your business, but also in your life. Being a therapist is not easy. A lot of people glamorize it. And 
we're just here having honest conversations about what it takes to thrive beyond the session. So I'm so honored that you are here with me listening to this show twice a week, and I will see you during our next episode.